Yeah, so mm. I have a question for you. Look me in the eyes. Mm. Have you been cheating on me? We uh, we have had an email addressed to dear Brian. Who's Brian? <laughs> Who is know. Brian? <laughs> I don't know. Oh, we love Brian and Nick. Well, I might just go hunting through your phone records and if I find out you've been texting a Brian... <laughs> Listen, all I can say yeah. is that three weeks is a long time to be without podcasting mm. and I had to find somebody <laughs> new. I'm it's, sorry you had to find out this way. It still hurts. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, get on with it. Welcome everybody to episode 131 of the Mid-Faith Crisis podcast, Luxembourg's premier Christianity podcast, mm. and currently having peaked badly at number 22 in Belgium. Belgium. Hello, mm. Belgium. Feels like Hello. the Eurovision. <laughs> it is. It is just like that. Anyway, uh, yeah, no, I don't know who Brian is, but I dare say we'll get to that. Um, <laughs> how are you? Well, oh, yeah. I should introduce. I haven't even finished the introduction, have I? I'm well, Nick Page. He's Joe Davis. Blah blah blah. Yeah, but like anyone doesn't know that already. Okay, fair enough. Okay. Uh, how are you doing? No, all right. So, uh, well, other than in shock about Brian, um, it's Rachel's birthday today. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you, Rachel. Yeah, not that I'm seeing her, of course. Oh, we've decided to birthday separately this year. Oh, okay. <laughs> yes. I think she said she was seeing Brian, but I'm not sure. <laughs> Just a minute. <laughs> no, she's she is actually having a very fun girly time with our daughter Sophie uh, in the New Forest, and they've taken a whole pile of craft materials away, and they're walking in the forest and seeing incredible mushrooms and toadstools and caterpillars. Have you ever seen a pale tussock moth? I know this doesn't make particularly good... Pale uh, tussock moth is what I go under on my dating profile. <laughs> is that right? Yeah, it now, is. Now, listen, I will put this <laughs> I will put this on the podcast for okay. the benefit of... Pod, but for, I'm just going to show Nick this. Ooh. Look at that. Ooh, uh, oh, that looks like an alien. What is, is it? It does look pale, like an alien. Is that a pale tussock moth? Yes, well, the caterpillar of the pale tussock moth. Yeah, it's, it's absolutely mm. extraordinary. Anyway, and they're doing lots of crafty things, and they're great. And oh, so nice. we're well, celebrating tomorrow rather than today with the family. Good. So that's a, a, a truly good thing. But the important thing is she's not spending it with me, even though I made her a chocolate cake. Well, you'll just have to eat it all. <laughs> exactly. That's how I see No, they <laughs> took it with them wisely. Oh, honestly. Of course, um, we should not... Um, go without marking the passing of Eddie Van Halen. Because what a legend. Why are you looking at me as if to say I should be immediately editing this out of the pot? No, Eddie I, Van Halen. Well, I know, but that was your... It was very much your music, wasn't it? I, I mean, I'm very sad. It, it, uh, hmm. Well, I'm not very sad. Well, I, I don't know how to respond. It's to always him, sad actually. when someone dies. We know that. That's the thing. That's what <laughs> I was trying to say there. Mm. Um, <laughs> Let me help but, you out here. Don't become a funeral for... celebrant, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> I think for a number of reasons. 
<laughs> you were also into much more into these big haired bands than ah, uh, you know, he... to go and stay at your house and it'd be endless Bon Jovi Van Halen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know, I know, I know. But the point is, he he was great. He didn't really do the whole drugs and sex and scene. He right. he just loved music. He was always smiling, always happy. Just I and the music is so great and just exceptional. Influenced yeah. everybody. Anyway. Um, obviously, well, you know, always hits us when you know people, artists we love. Die, so doesn't it? Rachel's been away, so it's been pretty much non-stop Van Halen in my house this week, right. <laughs> which is great. Have actually. you got a, a long-haired, big-haired wig that you could wear? <laughs> yeah. to sort of I do. Flash your head back just and forth. for this occasion. Of course, uh, I very do. Good. Very good. <laughs> so, but you know, Rachel's away, but that hasn't stopped me meeting other women. And I want to say a <laughs> you know she will listen to this. <laughs> um, I met with the absolutely wonderful D Pizzo uh, yesterday. What a fantastic lady uh, who came down to visit and to talk. We went for a wonderful walk in the woods and we were talking about life and faith and who or what is God. God is the space between us. We were talking mystics. We were pausing for silence. In the It was just wonderful. I think Thank we only you. had two hours together, but you know, you felt like you left friends. It was wonderful. Thank you, Dee. Uh, it was such a joy um, to see you yesterday. And just to say, when I say I'd love to meet you listeners, I'm not joking. I actually no, do. No, so, he really isn't. I don't know what the restrictions are going to be like. I mean, presumably we can't see people from up north at the moment, but I, I guess it's come creeping also, down. there's all kinds of restrictions on you anyway. Don't <laughs> I mean, just gen- just generally. Yes. Exclusion orders and <laughs> that kind of stuff. Obviously. <laughs> Health and safety and all I, that kind of stuff. I picked some mushrooms this week, that kind of... Anyway, enough about me. How are you? Oh, yeah, I know. I love mushrooms. Oh, man. Anyway. How do you know which ones to pick? Though? Do you know what? This is lots of people say. I just my mum taught me, so right. I know mushrooms. They're like brown or black underneath, right? And they smell mushroomy, and they can't mushroom mushrooms can't really be mistaken for much else. That's the truth. Okay. If you if you're silly enough to start doing the white scaled ones and the ones that are yellowy and things like that, you're going to be in a lot of trouble. What about the ones that are coloured bright red with spots on? Are they good? Uh, well, I don't think so. Though they oh. are absolutely beautiful. No, I don't That's think... That's a shame. Be... I've just had a few of those. <laughs> well, it's oh, been my. lovely working with you. <laughs> <laughs> so, other than the impending blindness, how are you? <laughs> I'm, all right. I've, I'm, um, I'm going on holiday next week. I'd forgotten. <laughs> this is, I've again. got a week off next week. Yes, well, uh, that's good. I can affirm that holidays are great. So we will try and do a podcast. Maybe Brian can sit in for me, thinking about it. Yeah, well, I might get on very well with Brian. What are we doing? I'm not really doing very well. Here's the thing. We don't know what we're doing. We're hoping to get out to Germany to see our daughter. Ah. But who knows what, you know, we haven't really booked anything because at the moment we're just yeah. worried that everything's going to close down this weekend. So we don't really yeah. know. Well, Oswestry beckons again, I'm sure. <laughs> well, I'm going to build a greenhouse. Are you? Yeah, because I've been scavenging in skips. Again. again. You know yeah. how I love doing yeah, that. Yeah, I do and, know uh, that. And I found these uh, window panes and 
frames and things like that. So I'm going to build a little, not a really cold, a sort of big cold frame kind of thing. Okay. That'd be fun. I love making that kind of stuff. By skips, do you mean a neighbour's garden? I mean a house that was locked up, you know, and the yeah, owners just, were away. Yeah. Some exactly. people would call it a holiday home. I call it a building reclamation yard. Um, <laughs> yeah, doing that. I got to record a sermon for Sunday online. Oh, have you? So all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Uh, well, do you know, just to say, and I know this is falling on deaf ears, but if you ever want to give me a link to the sermon so I can put it on our Facebook site, that'd be lovely. Yeah, well, maybe I'll, maybe I'll do that. Maybe I'll well, do that. Well, that would be a lovely thing. Also, speaking mm. of the Facebook page, many thanks to Steve, lovely listener Steve, who uh, did write in with his three words and a little graphic for oh, the yeah, podcast. Yeah. Yes. And the three words are woeful, waffle, Ethel. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. Thank you. Very good. Thank you. Well, we should move on, I think. Uh, enough of us. Um, what, what feedback do we have? Well... Uh, we've had one and I should read a couple one from Ian and Sheena who say hello to Joe and Nick Um, so good to have you back we really enjoyed your episode on patience actually we did have quite a lot of feedback from people saying thanks to the one on patience so there Mm. you go I hope you feel affirmed Um, do you think developing patience is about staying calm not ranting or is it more about action patiently enduring wearing masks being isolated from each other and so on so I wanted to share with you something that was posted on the Think Theology blog, which I think is very relevant for mid-faith crisis. And I quite like this, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to read it all and, you know, stay with it. Are you? Okay. Yeah, yeah. I'll, I know. I'll have a lie down. Yeah, I know. Okay. <laughs> it says, this is a wonderful illustration from Hannah Anderson's new book, Turning of Days, Lessons from Nature, Season and Spirit. She has written before on how discernment is essentially a positive search, looking for the good amidst the ordinary or bad, more than a negative one. And here she explains the idea using mushrooms and toadstools. Oh, there's a theme emerging. It is relevant to this week. It's such a great time Mm. of year for that. So, says this, given the dangers associated with the earth, it could be easy to skip foraging altogether. And I suppose in a modern context, we have that luxury. Who would take the risk when you can simply buy food at the grocery store? Because despite the growing interest in foraging, I know that we don't do it for the same reasons my grandmother did or her grandmother or her grandmother before that. Foraging is peasants' work, the gifts of the earth to those who most need it. But I also wonder if we're missing out. If we're missing out on morals and ramps and fiddleheads, I wonder if our search for safety means that we're not searching for goodness. So what are we to do? In foraging circles, the solution is simple. You learn. You learn what is good and what is bad so you can enjoy the good. Like many such skills, foraging is primarily passed down from person to person. And in the absence of a grandmother to tell you not to eat the toadstools, you can opt for guided walks, classes or even books. But mostly, you have to put the time in. You have to learn by doing. Because as any seasoned forager can attest, goodness does not grow in neat clumps or carefully tended rows. It is wild and you have to work for it. You'll have to go out in the chilly spring rain and tramp for miles. You'll have to keep a keen eye and even then you're likely to miss what's right in front of your face. You'll have to admit that you don't know and in humility and patience learn from others. Likewise, the psalmist tells us that the earth is full of the Lord's goodness. And in Philippians 4.8, the Apostle Paul invites us to forage for this goodness, neither fully accepting nor rejecting what the world offers. 
Instead, he invites us to search out whatever is true, whatever is honourable, whatever is just, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely and whatever is commendable. Because if you do, if you're humble enough to learn the difference between life and death, if you seek whatever is excellent and worthy of praise, if you look for it in the underbrush and around trees and hidden in the hillsides, if you take the time and make the effort, you're sure to find it. Well, I like that. And Ian mm. and Sheena said this was very meaningful to us as we've eaten a lot of wild ras- raspberries and brambles this year and had a conversation with someone who once poisoned himself with wild mushrooms. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> there you go. However, it also seems to get to the heart of our journey to spiritual maturity. We need to give up easy farmed food and learn to forage. Maybe God even pushes us along that route. And maybe it's also why organised spirituality, as we have in churches, can never really fully satisfy satisfy us after a while. And yes, experimenting, going off the path, looking in new places can be dangerous. Which I think is great because you were saying this last week about, you know, Amazon Prime spirituality. Mm, You you know, we kind of want it now and we want it. and, And again, this is just a nice sort of metaphor for you know how long it takes to learn really i guess i think it's a very lovely metaphor actually yeah really good stuff mm. thank you for sharing that that was great yeah yeah it's good thank you so much see how great it is when listeners you write into us there's content it's profound there's, it's yes excellent. depth <laughs> i know i'm just making a point anyway <laughs> margaret says margaret has written and says this dear brian Ah, yeah, there it is. (laughs) Whatever. Uh, I just wanted to say that, Stephen, I really enjoyed your podcast last weekend. The idea of winter well-being or wellness plan was brilliant. At the start of lockdown, when the months ahead seemed interminable, we developed a daily schedule of fun and joy. I love that. (laughs) Mm. A daily schedule of fun and joy. Giving time to walks, eating, jobs, brain activity, hobbies, coffee and tea breaks. Even when we get up in the morning. Sorry, even when to get up in the morning. It worked so well, even though we only did the Zumba part three times, it made us realise (laughs) how much we normally cram into a day and that we Mm. could afford to slow down a little. Anyway, with the new restrictions and the coming of winter and and darker evenings, I was beginning to get quite anxious and low. The idea of a winter wellness plan really appealed and I've now written a whole list of the things that we can still do despite restrictions and winter gloom. The list was so long I had to put asterisks next to the most appealing helpful ones. I now feel confident that I will not only survive the next few months, but really enjoy it. That is fantastic. Mm, But I would like to see that list, Margaret, just saying. Yes, and Brian would like to see it as well. Brian Brian wants to see it even more, but if you could share it with me. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I think that's great. I do think it's a very profound idea, a good idea, and we're we're going to... come on to that really particularly since you know covid now seems to be yeah visiting us not that it ever really went away no um yeah so margaret thank you um i i really think these wellness plans are needed because you know the covid i mean it it dominates the news and i mm. i you can forgive anyone for getting low and anxious at times like this we've got the infection rate rising we've got local lockdowns we've got disasters for the economy you know my son was on furlough and then he lost his job he's been fortunate he got a job back we went to my niece's wedding on saturday except we didn't go to the wedding because there were only 15 people at it and we went afterwards and saw her and you know it's great but it's it's difficult funerals are limited to 30 it's difficult who do you invite who do you say no to some families are bigger than 30 and so you're telling family members not to come and the nights are getting darker and so there's this sort of perfect storm for depression mm, rates to mm. rise. So a wellness plan, I think, is is 
almost a sit you know we we got to think about these things not yeah, just yeah. wait until we're in the depths but i think we need to think ahead here and and sort of try and develop some things almost month by month as winter draws in of, of, of what are the things we can look forward to doing and we can anticipate yeah i do think it's a it's a really testing time and you know a lot of people find this time of the year hard anyway exactly. not, not autumn so much but but the but winter certainly yeah yeah, yeah and so when you've got um this sort of fear on top of that covid on top of that that's that's going to make life particularly hard and especially since you know some people will be in very difficult situations with jobs and stuff like that mm. so mm. do appreciate that i think i think the wellness plan is a great idea because i think it mm. allows you to address that in fact i've got a i got a letter here from someone all right uh about it really um and it starts uh, dear reverend and mrs davis uh recently you've been talking about the benefits of silence certainly nothing has been more beneficial to my soul than the three weeks when you stopped podcasting <laughs> sadly you appear to be back now anyway here in upper ramsbottom we've been carrying on the lord's work our recently published evangelistic tract hell god's eternal lockdown has recently <laughs> has been <laughs> has been gratefully received by many households. I believe this to be a sign of revival, but others of our flock claim it's because it's been printed on quite absorbent paper and people are stockpiling it in case there's another toilet roll shortage. Whatever their motives, it doesn't matter. God moves in a mysterious way, much like Brother Bernard following his hip operation. In the meantime, here at the Stone the Heathen Tabernacle of Grace, we are preparing for winter. Usually this involves re-waterproofing the roof and putting the snow chains on Sister Daphne's mobility scooter, but this year presents special challenges. I wonder what you are planning to do to see you through the impending gloom. Yours in him with that under this and waving those about in triumph, Ethel, sad old person. So, oh, thank you, Ethel. Just, she's back, everybody. <laughs> um, uh, let's just finish there. So wellness... <laughs> <laughs> what can we help Ethel with in terms of wellness? Um, you know, let's recap yeah. on the idea. So the idea was, yeah, that we just been talking about yeah, with with yeah, all this yeah. stuff approaching. Yeah, exactly right. Yeah, with with so much going on and everything, let's anticipate how difficult that's going to be and how the perhaps many of the normal strategies we might use to kind of mm. perk ourselves up a bit aren't aren't going to be available to us. So, you know, rather than just being in that kind of constant moaning circular thing which is totally mm. understandable by the way and a certain amount of moaning i think can be a good thing uh, <laughs> but like how do we sort of break free of that a little bit and start you know to be a bit more positive after the moaning what can we do what's practical what are actually the steps we can do that develops a little wellness plan for us to look at and remind ourselves about and actually do do you know what i really love about this is that yeah. it's it's facing the reality that things mm. will be tough. Mm. And and in fact, generally, the whole yeah. thing in, in a lot of our uh, sort of Christianity, uh, particularly in our culture, is that you don't prepare for times when things are tough because you don't really think things will be tough. You know, you're yeah. taught that really everything's going to be rosy and you're going to be skipping about singing worship songs for the rest of your life. And mm. so the idea of tall about, um, yeah. you know, preparing for the darkness doesn't yeah. really occur it seems to me in in um, a lot of spiritual formation in the west really you know, Absolutely a lot of teaching right. in the west. you know um now the organization i'm involved with open doors we do it quite a lot with uh, christians around the world because we, they are yeah. they have to get prepared for the cost of 
following Jesus for the time yeah. that things are going to get tough. Yeah. But we don't really have that sure. at yeah. all. So yeah, I think yeah. it's a really, really good thing, really important thing. Having said that, I've been thinking a lot about it. And so far, my entire wellness plan uh, involves all I've got on my list is clear the guttering. <laughs> which, um, <laughs> sort of wellness plan for your house. <laughs> no, it's, it's not. It's not even metaphorical either. It's uh, you know. It's, <laughs> yeah, it's a shame. <laughs> so anyway, look, you, you've done more work. On, I have got some thoughts on this later on. But what, what, what about you? What's on your wellness plan um, list, Joe? Well, I tell you what. I'll give you some examples from from the cult. You can oh, great. Decide, okay. You can decide which ones are mine and which. So these ones. are so, your, these are soul place kind of examples. Yeah, they are. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So. Great. So and I think we've mentioned these like regular walks, uh, losing some weight, writing poetry, decorating, uh, meditate, discover new wines. Um, <laughs> Was that <laughs> yours? I'm not saying doing a <laughs> doing a craft project. So someone is is making advent boxes for Ooh, the for the young members of the family and they're going to sort of receive little affirming statements in each box oh, that they open each day i don't know whether they get a chocolate as well i suspect they do but you know there's 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 kind of it's a really creative project i think and um mm. that's been quite inspiring to hear about that one um someone said watching as many sunsets as possible um so there's you know there's those kind of things on my personal plan i'll tell you one thing i want i'm, I'm going for a one percent gain in patience and kindness Okay, because, marginal because, gains. Yeah. Well, this is from as a res- direct result of what you were talking about last. How week. are you going to measure that? It's difficult, isn't it? Mm. I mean, I think I think as always, Rachel's the barometer. She she's right. fairly ruthless with her critique of my, <laughs> <laughs> of my abilities. So <laughs> I think I don't think it's one I can measure myself. I think right. I think that is the, the people around me need to tell me. How I'm doing with that. So, uh, so uh, towards that, here's the thing: I'm going to be kind to someone who deserves it, and I'm going to try be kind to someone who doesn't deserve it. In my opinion. Oh right, okay. That'll <laughs> so, be me then. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, I might write a little <laughs> note to to Donald Trump as well, just to you know, okay. thank him, thank him for his wisdom. Uh, I'm going to be patient with slow drivers. That's that's uh, that's right. That's good. Um. And set aside a little bit more time to read. So one of the things I do on holiday, I mean, I, I read a lot on holiday. I don't mm. read a lot at other times of the year because life mm. sort of takes over and then I veg out and, you know, watch TV and all the rest of it. So, but I love, I do actually like reading. Um, so, yeah, just trying to, I'm going to do a restructure of the evenings. I talk about it a lot, but don't actually do it sometimes. That's interesting. I don't keep it for long. So a, a restructure of the evening would be putting in an hour for reading. Right. Probably before the TV. Because yes. I won't feel yes. like it after the TV. I, I, uh, that's important. I, oft, I often think about these things, and I'm terrible at it myself. Mm. You are defined by the first thing you pick up. Yeah. You know, so, so, so that, <laughs> yes, you know, right. I, I, I always want to do a lot of art, but I don't actually open a sketchbook and pick up a pencil. Instead, I pick up the iPad. Ah, uh, yeah. And that will dominate the evening. It's very hard to put yeah. that down once you picked it up. So, once yes. you switch the TV on, so, so I mean, you have to kind of pick up the book, don't yeah. you? Really, that's the key thing. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, sorry, so anyway. I interrupted. So, no, 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 so that's fine. you know, uh, yeah, uh, an hour for, for. And what about sort of spiritual activities or anything like that? Or, or uh, not that we well, want to make that differential? Yeah, no, do yeah. We? It's, I it's, know. Do you know? You know what I mean, though. Yeah, I, know, I, I there... do know. I do know what you mean. Well, I think. Um, uh, I think they come under the patience and guide 
kind right. of thing okay. for me, pretty yeah. much. I mean, it's yeah. that simple. And and the other thing is, and I'm more practical now, investing more in the in the podcast. It's so you know when you're really busy. Last year, it, as you may well remember, it became so chaotic at times. Mm. And you know we were going. Well, should we put one out because it's you know it's not mm. enough mm. has gone in. But then people like it, so it's it's tricky. What do you think, listeners? Do we put it out, or even though we haven't got much to say and we're stressed? Yes, we do. Especially, I mean that's that's part of the wellness plan for our listeners. I like to think because they can choose not to listen if they want to. <laughs> yeah, well, I think it is. It's. I mean, heavens knows we 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 have reached as high as number seventy six in Chile. So, well, there you, you go. Know, it's it does need a bit of investment. <laughs> I think there's like one listener or something. Anyway, but yeah, great. Yeah. Okay, that's really interesting. I I, th- I have thought about it. I have been thinking about this, mm. and I th- I think a lot of the stuff that um, you know, you naturally think of. I, mm. I have been doing, to be honest. I do do. Mm. You know, I mean, I yeah. I'm quite good at yeah. those kind of activities, yeah, and I, yeah. I have been going out and I've been doing this kind of stuff. And you've been and, doing silence. Yes, now the silence, that's a challenge. Ah, ah. Uh, and um, so what I thought about is, is really kind of what what should I be investing in in winter? Mm. You know, what, what kind of yeah. activities are the kind of winter activities that would really help me? Um, mm. I feel like, I can't, without wanting to get too fluffy about this, I feel like I want to invest in a kind of winter thinking. You know, this seems to me to be a time for really... Um, pondering stuff you know uh ideas um so silence becomes really important for that spending more time in silence um sp- spending more time walking allowing ideas to really develop you know um does this make sense you're almost like you're planting ideas for growth again in spring because it's like i just feel that this is I-, I want something that not just about survival but that makes me look ahead in a way. Yeah. I mean, this the last time I heard you sort of talking this way was around Easter. It's very interesting, the lead up oh, to okay. kind of Good Friday and, yeah, East, yeah, and yeah. Easter yeah. Saturday, which I think we've often said the church doesn't make much of. But the darkness mm. of the tomb is that yes, critical yes. moment uh, and necessary for resurrection. And I think, I think you know, in some ways it's, it's sounding like the winter is going that way. I like this idea of winter thinking. It's like another name for that could be darkness thinking, you know, yes, like, like yes. we're entering the dark. How do you create space to think? Yes. And the darkness is going to be yeah. there whether you mm. like it or not. Yeah. So the, the, the question is not not avoiding it, yeah. you know, not putting in more bright lights, but it's actually saying, how do I actually use this thing? Mm. I mean, I feel a lot of this time about uh, uh, the same way that I feel about my own sort of mental struggles or whatever like that. You know, you can... You could probably all you like for it to be taken away, but actually it's going to be there. And for me, mm. that you know, the winter is going to be there whether we like it or not. So the question mm. is how to what productive use can I turn it? What can I do with it? And, and I suppose having done more gardening this year, I'm naturally thinking about that process in winter where everything appears to die, but there's masses going on underneath. Yeah, 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 exactly right. And the key thing, it, it's actually the coldness that triggers it. You know, yeah. the, the coldness, apparently, you'd understand this better, you're better gardener than I am, but the coldness triggers the growth yeah. of bulbs and things like that. And if it's not cold enough, they won't actually exactly um, right. germinate. Yeah. Is that right? It's going to happen, yep. That's exactly right. So, you know, I think there's a kind of thing saying, well, this cold is going to come. I've got things that I want to do that I'm thinking ahead. It feels yeah. to me like 
new ideas coming on. I don't want to rush into them over winter. Instead, I want to give mm. them a lot of time to just sit there and yeah. um, and germinate yeah. and, and see where that goes. Really. Yeah. Back in the days when I used to do motivational sermons and things like that, <laughs> there's this illustration of the Chinese bamboo, and I'm sure you've heard it, but, you know, this this bamboo basically doesn't show itself for 30 years. It sits under the soil, <laughs> and then one, right. year, one year it kind of grows 100 foot. It just goes <laughs> from zero to 100. It's yeah. just this is an extraordinary kind of life cycle for this particular bamboo is it is utterly dormant for yes, years and yeah. years and years until one year it goes for it and man does it go for it and i sort of think you know that was always a great metaphor for isn't it those times you think nothing's happening those times or so or you feel like you're going backwards or they're they're really just terrible times in your life mm. that doesn't mean growth isn't happening that is going to actually project forward into your life and be a massive help for your own right anyway i think that's very true and that's what i suppose where i'm trying to think through is you know i'm planning for growth now i don't mean that in a kind of all but you know management kind of way i just mean that actually i've been i I know i will have quite a lot of work over winter and various things but i I have been working really hard and i kind of feel now's the time to just stop a few things and, and just sit with ideas and um I mean, that is the fun time as a writer anyway, because there's only two times when a writer is really happy. One is when he's got an idea for a book and the other is when he's finished it and everything else in between is <laughs> yeah. a nightmare, really. But, you know, <laughs> and, and, and uh, investing in that mm. and learning stuff. Um, t- one of my favourite yeah. authors, T.H. Yeah. White, wrote, he said, there's a, the cure for sadness is to learn something. I love that. I think oh, that's that true. Is, that's very good. Yes. I think that's true because... And I, so I really want to kind of... Um, embrace winter in a way and go well here it is what's going to grow during this time it could be it could be really challenging and it could be very sad and it could be very difficult and it will be very dark and cold Mm. but it could also germinate some incredible new stuff for people Mm. i think yeah Yeah, so that's why i love the whole wellness thing because i think it's actually taking a positive approach to it and going yeah let's let's just go for it i think that's really great yeah. yeah, and I think I want to say to the listeners, you know, like, you know, all joking aside, our commitment is to keep rolling out a podcast for you through winter. Feel free to join us or not to, uh, as you wish. Please write in, you know, please yeah. write in, because, you know, I wasn't joking, the joy of meeting D this week, and it does make us feel like more of a community. And that's, I think, the way the podcast goes. You know, we started with so many clear ideas of what we wanted to talk about, and we are going to revisit a lot of them. But also, I think what it's morphed into is a more interactive thing where, you know, we, we're, we're in this together. I mean, obviously, Nick and I are spiritual giants just dispensing wisdom mm, each week mm. from our vast realms of knowledge. This is true, actually. <laughs> we yes. are the experts on God, I like to think. You know? <laughs> that day, but yeah. even God comes to us for advice <laughs> yeah, on exactly. God. <laughs> We've all heard those sermons. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, no, seriously, it, um, yeah, all your... Um, comments are really welcome and uh you know yeah. we really do want to hear from you thank you so much for engaging with it let yeah. us know what your wellness plans are yeah. let us know uh what how you're gonna approach uh winter what you're what you're gonna do yeah. and uh we'd really like to hear from anything else you want to talk about come to that mm. frankly exactly right and by the way haven't you 
you got a book coming out this month? Yeah, I have actually. That's surprising me as well. Uh, <laughs> well I just thought I'd mention it. October generally has taken me by surprise. Yeah, uh, I think it comes out the last week of October. So maybe That's we'll it. talk about that then, shall we? Well, I think we should talk about it. In fact, I might even put some subliminal advertising at the end of the podcast for Okay, because it. it is our, our Christmas tradition not to talk about Christmas at Christmas. <laughs> no, exactly. So yeah. we should, we normally talk yeah. about it in September. We missed it this year, so we should yeah. uh, we should talk yeah. about it in October. Exactly. Well, great. Well, do, do keep in touch. Thank you for all those who support the podcast. If you like the podcast, uh, do tell a friend. Please mm. recommend it. Yeah. If you hate the podcast, well, tell an enemy and recommend <laughs> it to them. Because, uh, you know, they might hate it as well. And then it's revenge. Uh, yeah, just uh, word of mouth is uh, so important to us. So thank you very much uh, for yeah. everybody who recommends it and rates it and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Thank you for making us 46th favourite Christianity podcast in Chile. No, I think, well, I can't remember what it was. Oh, I'm going to have to look. I'm going to have to. I hate it when you get details wrong because I have to look them up. 76th. Oh, OK. Oh, I think yeah. it's like, if you're the ch- listener in Chile, by the way, get in yeah. touch. <laughs> that was my faith target, to be fair. So I was speaking prophetically. <laughs> oh, okay. oh, great. So that uh, was all I, right. Oh, I remember those. <laughs> <laughs> Look, this, this outro is taking too long. Please yeah, say goodbye. <laughs> all right, goodbye. Bye. Hi, everyone. You're feeling very sleepy and in your relaxed state, you're thinking about how much you admire Nick Page as an author and you're wanting to go and order his new book, Christmas Tradition and Total Baubles. A no, pre-order you, you, you got it wrong. What? It was it's Christmas Tradition, Truth and Total Baubles. I mean, typical. You cannot even hypnotise people properly. Yeah, all right. Okay, well, we'll see you next week.